Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny, what's up? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I award you no point. Wow. 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 And may God have mercy on your soul. Hi, hi, hiya, and welcome to the Pool Boy Podcast. It is Monday, September 16th. I am Henry O'Shea, joined as always by the big man himself, Jack O'Shea. I'm here again. How are we doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? At a, at a rough Sunday. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I've officially hit opposite betting mode. When you're talking about the mode when I just I've lost so many in a row, and you kind of realize like I think it's a, like, are you losing parlays though? Or are you losing? No, I, I give up on every week. I do a oh, I do one parlay of I just do money line all the one o'clock game winners. Yeah, for like ten bucks. And just like, see if you can pick. It's them. like ten to win five hundred bucks. It's mm-hmm. just a fun, you know. It's just I, yeah. It never. Give, it, I don't care if it goes wrong. Yeah. And then you know week one, I usually pick a lot of games, mm-hmm. and I, week one was bad. So week two, I just picked a couple. I picked a couple mm-hmm. locks. Yeah, Chargers minus one against the Lions. Turns out to not be a lock. Turns out not to be luck. And yeah. then I get I get my Broncos. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Broncos game? I saw I I saw all of it except for the end. I didn't see. I heard it was Incredible like a incredible last minute drive or mm-hmm. two minutes to go. Flacco just charging down multiple fourth mm-hmm. down conversions. Mm-hmm. Score a tutty. Our mm-hmm. boy Cortland Sutton, SMU mm-hmm. grad. Or Tell not, him. I don't think he graded, graduated, but SMU. Yeah, guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. They're going to go for two, delay a game. So they're going to go for two to get the win, delay a game, yeah. push it back. PAT missed. Oh, I saw Offsides that. Offsides on the defense. Go again. Now we're closer. We're going for two. We get the two-point conversion. Okay. So I'm losing my mind. Me yeah. and Mikey, I'm like, it's the it's gods happening. have it's forgiven all yep. the Henmeister. And uh, then, so Trubisky, uh, Captain Suck, has the ball with 30 <laughs> seconds left. Bullshit roughing the passer call. One of those mm-hmm. roughing the passer calls where it's as he's throwing, but mm-hmm. the way you land on him. So they call yeah. it. Everyone's freaking out. Uh, last second, heave down in the middle of the field, Allen Robinson, game's over. But wait, no. They're like, no, they call a timeout with one second left. Mm-hmm. Any one second left timeouts, I just don't – no one – that's happening too fast for us yeah. to call. 53-yard field goal and my Broncos lose. And so I'm just – I've hit that mode. Your Broncos, yeah. My Broncos. My no, Joe the, Flacco. It, uh, hashtag RefGate is uh, trending on Twitter. Just something's happening. That. So I don't know if it's me or the universe or, or what have you, but mm-hmm. – uh, Time to start making some changes. Time to start making some changes. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, th- that's always like a funny. Everybody always gets there where you're like, you know what? I lost more than I won. If yes. I had done the opposite, mm-hmm. I would have won more than I lost, which is a correct thought, you know. But there's like a little, there's like a catch to it. Oh, for sure. Where it's like, because then when you do that, you still lose money, mm-hmm. and then you start thinking like maybe. Uh, the reason why this is a whole industry and the reason why Vegas uh, kills it is because uh, y- it's a trick. Yeah, it's you, all you start scam. thinking maybe, maybe, m- just maybe, maybe Jack, this yeah. whole gambling thing. Mm-hmm. The reason this bookie is willing to even accept this bets is because he thinks he's a pretty good <laughs> shot <laughs> yeah. at making more money. He's than not. I do. Ga- it's for him. This isn't gambling. Yeah, because at first this, I was yeah. like, "You want to just take my bets, bro? Yeah. Okay, like just pay me free money." But yeah. no, I guess. Just funny how things you Which learn. Which is crazy because I mean, you're you're basically like Matthew McConaughey in that one movie with him and Al Pacino where it's gambling. Um, two for the money. Man, I used to when we were uh, living back home. We I, had a, we had a DVD of I two used for the to money. Throw that on when yeah. I would hop in the elliptical and I would watch like the first forty five minutes. That was one of our and, quote unquote home gym movies because yes. we, we had a room with a a, a treadmill yeah. and and a broken Bowflex. Yeah. 
Hey, don't, it's not broken. Bro- I mean, I probably broke it. So Yeah, you're probably just pumping yeah. iron too hard. I think there's yeah. a bench in there too. Oh, there's a bench. And a lot of DVDs and VHSs. Yes. A lot of Ken Burns in there. A lot of Ken Burns, a lot of documentary stuff. I watched Any Given Sunday on repeat yeah. like my sophomore year of high school when I just got fucking massive. Yeah. It's funny, like you could see, it's always funny to me what people work out to. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's like if you're watching a movie, Probably mm-hmm. something's going to get you kind of going. Yeah. Or if you're jogging, you know, mm-hmm. something kind of pleasant. Yeah. Dad would always watch like Civil War ducks. Do it's I, like, are you really like... <laughs> it's like those people that when they jog, they listen to like audiobooks. Yeah. I just don't get it. How? I can't be in those two places no, no, at when, the same time. When I'm jogging, which I do uh, pretty often, yeah. I'm doing one of two things. I am either pretending I'm in a movie and just imagining like a montage mm-hmm. or I'm listening to live concert uh, songs. Yes. Uh, live concert albums and I'm pretending I'm the lead singer. And so if you see me running, you'll see me mouthing out the words in a very... Maybe holding a mic. Emotional way. Maybe no, not, leaning the mic towards the audience. I'm not holding the mic, Henry, okay. because uh, I'm a drummer singer. I'm like Phil Collins. Gotcha. Because gotcha. I, I, I do that. And sometimes when I'm, when I'm running... I'll switch which position in the band I am mid-song. Like and I'll GTA restart. 5 when you're like, I'm going to switch characters real quick? Exactly, but I'll restart the song because I want it to be authentic. And I'll be gotcha. like, okay, actually, never mind. I want to be just the straight-up drummer on this thing. Redo, yeah. And then I'll, I'll like listen to 30 seconds. And I'm like, I fucking love that the lead singer, though. And I'll go back. And I'm like, okay, I'm the lead singer. I'm going to have to bear with these fucking awesome drums yeah. that I wish I was could imagine I was playing. Two and a half hours later. I'm very yeah. harsh with myself. I'm really, very harsh with the uh, fake reality of this concert that I'm yes. a part of. Well, it's whatever gets you in the zone. I know mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, when he works out, he like thinks about people hurting his family mm-hmm. and like that he needs to work, like do whatever exercise he's doing to save his family. Yeah. A little much for me. Yeah. But I, I respect, I get it. Sometimes I'll, I'll listen to, uh, lately I've been listening to a lot to the Spider-Man in, uh, turn up, no Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Well, that, that soundtrack, soundtrack is bonkers. And I'll be, I'll pretend I'm Spider-Man and then I'll <laughs> realize like halfway through, like I could never be Spider-Man. <laughs> I am just, I'm, I am the yeah, original. If you showed up to a Spider-Man casting, they'd be like, I don't think <laughs> you, yeah. are you, are you talking about, are you trying out for the, the metal guy from X-Men? No, yeah, that's down the no, hall. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm like the original Tobey Maguire Flash Gordon. That's my yeah, role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then in like five years, I'll be the uh, the J.K. Simmons part. Spider- you are close to Simmons. Spider-Man. You know he's back. In he's Spider-Man. back. Speaking of which, we actually just saw, we both saw uh, Spider-Man Far From Home for the first time this weekend. Wow. Big fan. Not as good as Homecoming, though. Not, maybe not as good as Homecoming. I thought it was really even. Uh, as far as post-Endgame, though, mm-hmm. like a superhero movie, they just nailed Pr- it. Pretty good. Just fun stuff. Pretty good. I also like the world that they have post-Endgame where it's like, oh, yeah, 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 Robert Downey Jr., uh, Iron Man. Is God. Is basically... Jesus. Yes. Like which would which would would happen? If someone saved our world today, no matter yeah. who that guy is, he's, he's the guy, right? He saved half of humanity. Yeah, it's pretty good. That, they, they he didn't just gone. save Jack; he brought them back. He brought them back. They, they were, were gone. gone. They he did it, and he was a martyr. He sacrificed himself. Yeah. Holy shit, dude! Good Iron movie. Man. Iron Man's a cool guy. And apparently, he's coming back for the Black Widow movie. Did you see that? You know, like the, it's a prequel, right? Yeah, they're making like a prequel dude, Black Jay. Widow movie, and no, he's no, going to no. be in it as Hold Iron Man. The fuck out, dude! Yeah, I'm with you. I bet you Disney's paying him so much money being like, so it turns out not a lot of people are going to pay to see a Black Widow movie <laughs> because there's no superpowers. It's just Scarlett Johansson. It turns out uh, we actually kind of need the heroes that we built this whole franchise on. Yeah. Like you and Captain America and Thor. We can't mm-hmm. just throw you guys out in, into the garbage. I'll so. say this though. ScarJo, Jeremy Renner, uh, both it's a good combo. ended up being really great as like supporting pieces. Oh, 100%. But, but you just can't build a, especially Scarlett Johansson. No. Where it's like, what's her superpower? Oh, she can do like a, a somersault like, 50 times in a row. Yeah. They're, and, they're, yeah. they're, they're six men 
You know, they're mm-hmm. Manu Ginobili, Black yeah. Widow, and it's like you can't make a whole movie. You can't win a championship with just a six man. You can't make a whole movie with just a six man. Yeah. That's why there's never been a movie made about Manu Ginobili. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yet. What's the Jordan Clarkson movie, Jack? There, there isn't one. There isn't one yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just one of those kind of things. I'm trying to think if there if there could be could there is there where's the Lou Williams movie? What would you Lou do? Lou Williams doesn't have a movie because they don't make movies about six men. What would you do though if like all of a sudden in five years it was like they just cast uh Zane from one direction to play Manu in a movie called Manu? <laughs> You know that you know it's called Manu. Zane would be a good cast. There's no way it's called Ginobili. Yeah, he I can do. bet you that <laughs> amount of money. There's no way it's like. Well, Ginobili sounds too similar to Jungle Book. Uh, what's his I name? I don't think that's why. That's th- definitely why. I think it's just. I think it's just Ginobili Mowgli. spelled Mowgli. Is Ginobili G N? G I N. Okay, All right, that's better. I was gonna actually if it was G N, I bet you it would be better because it was like wow. All nobly. The, all the people who don't watch sports yeah, can't are going to call it, right? it nobly. <laughs> and, and it's going to be like, oh, you and fucking we, we get nerd. to laugh at them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we get yeah. to laugh at them. What were, did, how did this start off? Uh, we haven't even gotten in. Okay, cool. Well, let's open the door. Let's, yeah. uh, let's hop in this car. Okay. Uh, take it for a spin. Winners, losers. Uh, my winner of the week is truth. Mm. I never get to go first. I, I Half the time. I make sure it's 50-50. I give you first. You I go, why don't we start with your... I say, why don't we start with your winner? Yeah, I swear to God, because I've thought about this. You like, want to start with your fucking winner? I really don't, Henry. I would I really like you don't. to. I really don't. I really think Jesus. that you... Jesus. Oh I, really, I really think that you... Uh, you know, I just... I don't know. Literally half the time, I'm so, like, why don't, why don't we start with your winner? Who so, you got, Jack? So, sometimes I just feel like maybe I'm Manu in this. Okay. You maybe, are. You are a six man. That's why there will never be a movie about you. How about that? What if, what if I just stop recording this, Hunter? Huh? <laughs> you do hold that power. <laughs> yeah. What if I just what if I just uh, just stop pay- paying the SoundCloud bill? Huh? Uh, huh? Is there a SoundCloud bill? Yeah, I have to pay like fifteen bucks. Okay. <laughs> Didn't yeah. even know. Thought that was the whole. I treat it free rapper thing. Anyways, such a mono move. Anyways, my mm. winner is Truth. You're a big winner. Mm. Tough word to say. Wish it was winning more these days. Truth, same. A lot of mm. lies. Winning. I think maybe the world would be a better place. A lot of lies maybe. running out. Just maybe. Maybe if everybody cared, nobody cried. Truth that wins. would be the day that nobody died. That's Nickelback. <laughs> Truth wins because uh, your boy, uh, Terrence Howard, mm. who you would know from, he was the original Brody and Dude, Iron yeah, Man. what are you talking about? Don Cheadle's my boy. No, Terrence Howard's your boy. Dude, Don Cheadle's sister was my second grade teacher, Henry. I think She was also my second grade teacher. She, yeah, but she was my second grade teacher first. That's correct. Therefore, I have dibs on older. being Don Cheadle's guy. Terrence Howard, uh, he was Brody in uh, Iron Man, the first one. He was in Crash. Uh, he was in Crash. He was in uh, Hustle and Flow, which I've never seen, but mm-hmm. seems apparently he did very well. It's hard out here for a uh, He is done with acting. Huh. So uh, this is a, a big popular thing nowadays. People are mm-hmm. retiring because mm-hmm. everyone knows you can always come back. It's like Brett Favre. It's like you're gonna retire and then you're gonna come play for the Jets. It's not gonna be the Packers. You're not going no. back to Lambeau, but you're you know mm-hmm. the, the Jets have a, a decent fan base. Why, why is know? he retiring? Is he going to another industry or is he just like I'm he's, fucking over it? He's retiring because quote unquote he is done pretending, which I also love. It's a big part it's of like, acting, dude. The fuck are you? But also love. It's like. I get this double meaning. Mm-hmm. You know, you're done pretending to mm-hmm. be someone else, both off screen. It's like, how, dude. How infuriated do you think he was when uh, he said, I'm done pretending? And the person who was interviewing him about it um, didn't ask him any f- follow up questions so that he could explain, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about pretending like acting. I'm ta- so this, this interview was actually kind of awesome yeah. because of that. Because yeah. he's like, I'm done pretending. And the person's like, what's up? Uh, but they're like, oh, so like, you know, you're going to just focus on philanthropy work? Mm-hmm. Philanthropy. I'm a tongue twister today. Philanthropy yeah. work. 
And he immediately goes, no, not philanthropy. I'm just uh, focusing on bringing truth to the world. Oh, okay. So that's why truth wins. Mm-hmm. I love how harsh he was. Of, they go, philanthropy? And he goes, no, not philanthropy. No, like, no, no. Think Charity? Nothing to do with philanthropy, even if, mm-hmm. even if I can, even if I can help here or there. No. no chance. No chance. Not my game. Just not really worth it. <laughs> just not really. You know. I, that is nowhere near on my horizon mm-hmm. or on the road I'm going down. Mm-hmm. But what is on the road he's going down is uh, bringing truth to the world, which he repeated a couple of times and mm-hmm. did not elaborate on. Mm-hmm. How's he going to um, do that? Tweeting? Well, again, he didn't elaborate. He kept it very vague, which I think is probably a smart move. Mm-hmm. I think he's, yeah. There's a lot of different forms of truth. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't know what he's going to go after. Also, possibly, and I'm just throwing this out there, it could be because he's going through some serious financial issues right now, including <laughs> yeah. tax fraud, and he's getting sued mm-hmm. by the government. Mm-hmm. Maybe that has something to do yeah, with this, maybe. Jack? Do you think he's going to start off by telling uh, and admitting everything that he did, or is he going to continue to be pleading the fifth on all that My stuff? My guess is he's going to continue to plead the fifth, and he's okay. going to stay pretty vague. Separate truth is a different part. Well, all, all, as long as he's focused on this truth thing, I mm-hmm. could care less about his taxes, Jack. So how can I give him money? I, that's what I'm worried yeah. That's what I'm wondering also. Mm-hmm. What, what can I do? How to, can I help this truth be... Because I want truth to be out there, too. What was and the word he described? I also don't like philanthropy, so I'm instead going to give <laughs> yeah. him money... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm was, just maybe uh, he's gonna start tweeting a lot more. I bet he's gonna do that. Terrence Howard, anti-philanthropy, <laughs> pro-truth, pro-truth. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Uh, pr- mm-hmm. pretty good thing. Uh, he's on like his fourth or fifth wife or something. He's got mm-hmm. like a lot of. I didn't realize he's like a really bad guy. I guess. Huh. Not that that. Not having a fourth or fifth. Hey, do what you want to do. Yeah, Larry do King has nine wives, and that guy's the fucking man. Really? He just got divorced from his ninth. Isn't he like two hundred and fifty? Yeah, it's awesome. So the nine makes sense. You didn't hear this? Larry King got a divorce. And then the big rumor was that his wife, who's like way younger, was like hooking up with their son's baseball coach. And I was like, how did people find that out? And then it turns out the son's baseball coach was posting online like, I'm fucking Larry King's wife. <laughs> like literally that. I'm totally fucking yeah. Larry King's wife. Which is just awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, the marriage thing, that has nothing to do with it. But apparently like that was a reason he was recasted in the Marvel movies and stuff. Apparently he's just like a total, total mm-hmm. bad guy. Yeah. Interesting. He also really defended Jesse uh, Smollett in this interview. Yeah, he this was re- a hot interview. Dude, I love the people that like really went to bat for Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Well, they can't really go back to like go to bat for him anymore. They just keep on being like, you know, it hurts losing a brother and the way he mm. was treated. Oh yeah, like, he's an empire. Huh? Yeah, because this is all about the yeah. show Empire. The show gotcha. Empire is ending. So oh, he's really? like, after Empire, what are you going to do? And he's like, bring truth to the world. I'm done pretending. Okay, cool. Yeah. When we're all like, see you later, Terrence. What does he know that isn't being told? It's a good, I don't know if it's a kind of book of secrets situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or if it's, yeah, if he's got dirt, is it a WikiLeaks kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Or is it nothing at all? Or is it nothing at all? <laughs> it could be nothing at Here's all. Here's what I'm going to do, Henry. What's, what's he going to do? I'm going to like just forget about this and never think about it again. I'm not. I'm going to keep you, I'm going to keep, I won't please remind do. you, but I'm going to I'm gonna keep my eye on it. Please do and please do not remind me. Um, <laughs> and then... And then you know, in, in six months when you say, hey, remember that time we talked about how, so he just came out with a book where uh, he, he says a bunch of uh, harsh truths that our world needs to face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. You know, that that the government is bad. My thought is he's going to be accused of something soon. Yes. And so that's why he's like, I'm bringing the truth out. And mm-hmm. then when people start like, you fucking touched me, he's going to be like, see, these are the lies. Yeah. I warned you. I, I warned you about this lies. way. If I was going to lie, <laughs> yeah. why would I say three weeks ago <laughs> exactly. that I was all about the truth? It just why doesn't make do sense. That? Why would I say that? It just doesn't make sense. Your Honor, I think we throw <laughs> this case out. <laughs> I think we go grab lunch. Yeah. Hustle let's, and flow, baby. Let's all go home. Let's go hustle and flow. Early. He, um, does, he does have a great voice. I will give him that. Yeah, he does sound cool. And you know what? Um, real quick, because this is, this is, we're more than done with this conversation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don Cheadle, love him to death. Yeah. I did not think he was... 
a super smart choice or a great choice of replacing Terrence Howard in this movie mm-hmm. because the role of, of, of Rhodey, I've been saying mm-hmm. Brody, I'm an idiot. The role, the role of Rhodey mm-hmm. is like, you're kind of Tony Stark's little bitch boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, it's like Don Cheadle's nobody's bitch boy. Yeah, but he did play that well. So maybe that why, is why Don, Don Cheadle's good. Here's the thing that people always underestimate about Don Cheadle. The dude is fucking funny. Yeah, he's really funny. He's fucking <laughs> funny and he's dude. like 55 he's too. got yeah he's got timing out the wazoo yeah he's good he's all he you, you can like you know like Terry tower though in the first one where it's like tony what's that thing on that plane and tony's mm-hmm. like oh i don't know and he's like tony dude he's, <laughs> i thought that t- tony T- tony come on tony don Cheadle is one of those guys where it's like you're right he's the sixth man he's not going maybe the seventh man yeah. he, he's uh especially for that movie he's not going to you know, be your leading scorer. He's not why people see it, but he's going to put up three, seven, and five. Yeah, in, in which are bad numbers, <laughs> but but you can count <laughs> them every time though. Yeah, you can. You count know what I mean? Like you just know. Yeah, he's going to be there. Yeah, and 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 that is why you have like a Don Cheadle. It's like no matter what, going into every Marvel movie where the Don Cheadle was in, I knew what he was bringing. Yeah. There was going to be one and a half times where Don Cheadle makes me go, huh? Yeah. And and that's a great joke in uh, the second Avengers where he tells a story mm-hmm. and then nobody laughs. He's like, everybody loves that story. And then he tells it later on, and yeah. everyone laughs, and he's like, Thank you. Yes. yes. And it's like, and that's that, yeah, that's Don that's for one. you. Donnie. He's always good for one and a half. Donnie cheats. Yeah. Who's your winner? My winner is uh, this kid in Florida. You're a big winner. So this is a uh, a a very uh, interesting story with a lot of ups and downs. Twists and turns. <laughs> a lot of twists and turns. So basically I'm I'm just gonna uh, tell the whole story. So there was a uh, show your college colors day at this elementary school in Florida. This one kid uh, is a Tennessee fan. He's in fourth grade. He's a Tennessee fan. Big rivalry, Tennessee versus in Florida. Yeah, SEC. He, he's team uh, Tennessee. Go Vols. Go Vols. Um, including the Lady Vols. I love that. Why don't they do that more with colleges? Certain where, teams pick Lady for their. Yeah, I don't know because in my mind, I would think people would say that's sexist. I also, for but some, I love it. But for something too, where it's like the volunteers, it's like that's not like a masculine word. No, you know, it's not like doctor or like general. <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus I'm Christ. bad. That no, but bad. It, it's not. It's not like I'm trying to think what there is where it's like. I almost say like in general that was also. I didn't there, even there was mean also that. It's not like president. Like, I, I, I meant, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I meant like like you know, Ole Miss is like the rebels. Like yeah. when we, you when it's not like it's not like bulls. Where it's like okay, I'll, okay bulls is the best be example. Cow. Bulls is the best you know, example. We're, we're, yeah, that's like, I'm trying to think of like anybody who's named like a specific person that is a man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Uh, I can't think yeah. of anything. Buffalo Bills. And it's it's kind of like, like, something like that. You know, because it's based off of the guy Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Anyway, oh my god, that was good. <laughs> um, no, but uh, back to the thing. So he's he's a Vols fan, and three weeks into the college before the college. Uh, color thing uh you know he says to the teacher he's so excited for this but he doesn't have any tennessee apparel and she says well they're orange and white Do and you she like- said well then i guess you're not really a tennessee yeah. fan yeah, she, <laughs> said, she said go fucking gators get out of here kid." so then the kid said well i do have like an orange shirt and she's like where the orange shirt that way you know it's basically the same thing yeah kid shows up in the orange shirt but he also shows up he also draws <laughs> in pencil yeah. on i want to say i'm remembering this correctly on a on a, on a lined paper yeah. like uh yep, 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 paper yep. you would write like notes in you'd rip out of a note but it has the fray R- yeah. stuff R- rip it out he, he draws in pencil a uh ut 
yeah. uh, logo just just awfully. You yeah, know? It's, it's not good. You know, he, he still hasn't hit that part. You know how uh, the reason women have better handwriting than men is because they go through uh, the like finger dexterity. They go through it at different times. Really? And, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I've thing. always wondered that where it's like, this is bullshit where it's like, I can really try to have good handwriting. And I don't have bad handwriting, but I get my ass kicked in a handwriting game by any girl I meet. Obviously, boys and girls are like, ma- mature at different times. That's yeah, why yeah. there's always the funniest year, which is like fourth, fifth, and sixth grade where all the of the girls are, huge. are foot taller than the guys. Yeah. It's like the funniest bunch thing of ever. fat boys and yeah. a bunch of tall athletic girls. Yeah, a bunch of, yeah, exactly. And then uh, whatever year they teach like handwriting, th- those years. I think uh, it's like second, third grade. Girls' dexterity, like hand dexterity is basically fully matured and guys like haven't even fucking started. <laughs> or fucking swimming in an open ocean. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you look at like the two different handwritings, it's like, yeah, boys are messy. It's like, no, no, no. He physically My hands do don't this. work. Meanwhile, the girls are like ready to rock and it's like, oh, this is cursive Ba-da. i'm gonna learn that s thing because all the girls know how to do that none yeah, of the guys yeah. do and it then me, it took me a while to learn that s thing i man. still don't get it dude <laughs> when i learned it i was like that's it <laughs> it's, I, you draw like six lines and a couple triangles this is why i can't wait for when we start like live streaming the video of this podcast because yeah. what i would love to do right now is to me try my best to do it from memory i have no idea how the thing works oh it's very simple too it, it, yeah that's it's crazy. incredible it takes you six seconds i just remember sasha to and just crushing them yeah. and me being like what are you yeah. doing how did you do that it's, i'm looking at the finished product like i'm trying to take this thing apart it's, an, just, it's an optical illusion i don't get what's going on meanwhile my nines look like fours my sevens look like threes <laughs> i'm fucked i forgot how to draw a five one time i specifically remember being in like first grade and someone be like write 50 and i was like yeah. fuck what does a five look like Dude, my signature was uh, with I did the cursive signature for the longest time, and then like five years later, someone's like, "Yeah, that J's a G." <laughs> <laughs> You're writing a completely different name. So my signature, like starting ten years ago, was completely different. Well, there are a handful of cursive letters where it's like, "Where the fuck did we get that?" Yeah, it's from? why are we going lowercase f? I'm like, if you can do it, it's fun. But yeah. if you can't, what a this wild is a nightmare! What a wild ride that is. That was a wild ride. And then E, it's like, just don't even give it. Just don't, whatever. It's just like a duh. yeah. And for a while, like you have to write cursive. Yeah. I remember taking tests and forgetting how letters are drawn and be like, I can't write that word. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know what a fucking E versus a uh, fucking O looks. This like. isn't misspelled. I thought that was a Q. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a Q. I, <laughs> I apologize. Meanwhile, I'm signing my name Gak O'Shea for like five <laughs> years, and not and one, no one saying a thing. And not one person is even asking me like, Hey, is your name Gak? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so the kid shows up. Just the worst thing ever of this piece of paper. Yeah, not a good shirt. Stapled onto his orange shirt. It looked kind of like, you know when like the, the kid in the Grinch movie brings a, his Christmas present? Yeah. Everyone's like, that's a piece of garbage. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of like that. Where it's, yeah. where it's like, the, the thought is what counts, yes. but holy shit, this is awful. <laughs> so, Maybe your mom or dad help you out. But anyways, great effort, kid. So the kid shows up wearing this to uh, a, basically a Gator-sponsored elementary school. Yeah. Needless to say... He gets uh, bullied. He gets chomped up. How much he gets bullied? I know he cried. I but what I read, it was pretty bumped. What did they do? He like, it was a bunch of girls that made fun of him. One, oh, that's which torture. as a little kid, way worse. Yeah, because you don't, you're just like so like I don't even know exactly what the difference between us is yet. Yeah. You know, but I just know you guys are even meaner somehow. <laughs> like, you, you guys are, are taller than me. You have better handwriting than yeah. me. Like, I, it's such There's a too much against me right now. Mind games. So a bunch of girls made fun of him. And then he walked back to his teacher's room with his head down. And he was like recess. And he came in. And she was yeah. like, he was just devastated. He just sat down. Just like, he didn't say anything to her. He was just like looking at his desk. Like, Meanwhile, uh, this is a picture of like the, the kid. I, I pictured that. And I was like, I want to go kick these little girls' asses. I totally agree. But at the same time, too, it's like. 
this was a good lesson for the kid yeah, yeah, yeah. to recognize quality mm-hmm. and to be like, you put that on, you thought you looked good. <laughs> You're saying this was healthy bullying. This was a push in the right direction. There's just cer- go back to the drawing board. There's <laughs> just certain times when you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't uh, show up yeah. looking like, like... I remember getting bullied for not being able to tie my shoes maybe in kindergarten and being like, maybe I should learn how to tie my shoes. Maybe you should learn how to tie your fucking shoes. And then shoes. I learned how to tie my shoes and I was like, there we go. But dude, you like... It kind of teaches you to just not be so bold yeah. as to go into a Gator school uh-huh. where even if he was wearing a legitimate Tennessee shirt, yeah. people would probably be like, fuck you, man. Mm-hmm. Go Gators. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, chomp. Vols suck. Lady Vols is pretty solid this year, but Vols suck. <laughs> and and so he shows up with this. He gets bullied. The This picture of you know the shirt goes viral. I think it goes viral because I think I <laughs> was reading this You article. thought it was viral because it's such a shitty shirt? Oh, <laughs> I was dude. like, check it out. Shitty the no, shirt this is. This is why it was so funny to me is because I was reading this whole thing, feeling terrible for this kid. Yeah, terrible. Imagining what the shirt is. And then you see the shirt and you're like, you can't help but laugh. It's just awful. It's a piece of paper stapled to an orange shirt. The, this kid was like, I look great. I'm just shocked. <laughs> I'm just shocked that the parents weren't like, let's get a black Sharpie and just draw on the shirt. I don't think the parents uh, looked at him when he left. I think he did this on the bus. I then I've you very, have more power to this fucking kid. I fucking I, love this kid's not telling his parents about it. And he's just making his own fucking. I'll tell you what, Henry, he's not going to do that again. No, he won't. I went to school with a kid that uh, always had like, you know, those like, uh, it's gross, but like kind of boogers, crusty stuff hanging out of his nose. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. And everyone's always like, the guy's so gross. Yeah. And then one day, this one girl was like beyond mean to him, like yeah. really bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, that was harsh. Yeah. Like real bullying. Yeah. Guess what? After that, he never had shit in his nose anymore. Yeah. No one ever talked about it again. And those kids are the ones, Henry, who have the glow up. Yes. A hundred percent. You know who doesn't have the glow up? His friend that yeah. never gets picked on. No. And it's and all it but sucks is, equally as much. You know, the thing is, like, if this is like a recurring thing, mm-hmm. if this kid literally is just either an idiot or something, like, <laughs> I think this kid's like six. I think that's what no, it he's, is. No, he's like eleven. This if, kid's eleven. Yeah, if this kid. Oh no. If this kid's like an idiot. I thought or he was in like first or second grade. No, no, he was in like <laughs> middle a, school. That's a, that's bad. No, that's no, bad no, shirt. no, no. He was like in fourth or fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, no, and that, that's why it was so funny. Just because I like. You know, By the time like, you're in fifth grade, you know how to like tie dye and shit. What's I, going on here? I did this. Like, I definitely there were times where it's like I showed up. My being fifth like, grade hey, birthday look, party. Shit. My fifth grade birthday party. We went to Monday Night Raw, and yeah. we there were however many friends of mine that we all were. We made a shirt and we drew a letter on it, and it was Triple H. Yeah. It was like T R I P L A. Triple H actually didn't even fight that night. I think he was, was on SmackDown. Uh, he was. It was Monday Night Raw because it was a school night, I believe. Yeah. But uh, the, 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 you're right. It was no issue for us to all draw one very large letter mm-hmm. on our shirt. If this kid's actually that same age, no, no, yeah, like maybe get him some drawing classes. I don't want to take do anything too much, but but there's just a, there's a there's a certain period of time. Everybody goes through like four or five moments where it's like holy shit, everybody was on the same page except for me. This isn't going to happen again. And you just hope that it happens. You hope that it happens to you, so you don't end up going to college thinking I should be an artist. You know, because yes. like this yes. kid shouldn't be an artist. He I'm now like- knows that. <laughs> He's now aware. Had people accepted the shirt, this kid's like, you know, I'm going straight to RISD. Yeah. I'm becoming an animator. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be. Or maybe he does become an artist now because he's like, wow, I gotta learn how to fucking do a T. Yeah. And how to do bubble letters. I mean, this. He, there's no shot. The, the the kid did this. He had one piece of paper. Yeah. A pe- a pe- oh, it was a first try. And there's no yeah, way. Yeah. There he were no reviews. Like, there was no. It was just a one take Tony. There were this. There were no. I would love to see an earlier draft of this. Anyway, the reason why he's the winner. This is the longest story ever. But the reason why he's the winner is because Tennessee got word of this. The kid is gonna be. Uh, in I, I don't first, know they sent him a bunch of free shit. 
They sent a bunch. They sent of, him like so much vol gear. They sent a bunch of free shirt. They're starting to make his his thing as merch. Yeah, they they have a printed T-shirt where it's like his drawing of the UT mm-hmm. on a, an orange shirt. I might. It's get a the, pretty cool shirt. I might get the shirt. You know what this reminded me of, Henry? This reminded me of the uh, the, the uh, you know professional uh, sketch of the leprechaun in that famous YouTube video. Yes. where it's like it's so bad. The yeah. anchor was looking. It was like, oh my god. Yeah, holy shit. Like we're actually using this as as uh, we're reporting about this. I mean, the reason, and then also we, we we can't. If the kid had just drawn it in white white marker on his shirt, I don't think he would have gotten that much shit. It no. was the staple on lined paper. It was the staple. And then you know what he did to Jack. When what I'm a do? big fan of it, is what? he didn't color in the U and the T, no. but he did a very light scribble down. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean the kid half assed the shirt. <laughs> the kid half assed the shirt. And you know what you know what happened after he half assed the shirt. Henry? Right. He got offered a four-year scholarship to the University of Tennessee out of middle school. Full we ride. We don't even know if this kid can fucking read. Full right ride. Now. And, and, and Tennessee yeah. is saying we're willing to take the chance because he had a rough day at school. Which, by the way, way ev- to go, Vols. Every kid has a few of those. Way to go, Vols. I, yes. will, I, I will definitely say that. Uh, and this kid, holy shit, you're the luckiest kid in the world. Good, way to go. Good Dude, stuff. Th- this kid just made what in probably, I'm guessing, in 2028 when he goes or he either go- starts going or graduates from college. Uh, it must be when he starts going because that's in eight years. So that's all he is. Yeah. When yeah. he starts going to college, that's like a $200,000 a day. I think it's I worth mean, inflation it. and stuff too. And college prices just keep going up, up, up. Yeah. So Do you know how many times I cried at recess? You were crying at recess? I don't know. But probably. Yeah. I probably cried at recess all the time. I had a buddy come and put, do a, I'd never seen the uh, L on the forehead yeah. thing. Kid did that to me. Yeah. And I was like, what's that? And it's like, it means you're a loser, you loser. And I was done. I remember being like, I, I, it's, oh, no, definitely it's I cried. Yeah. Chris Jaffe definitely made me cry that one time. Uh, he ripped my puka shell nef- necklace off. Yeah, I remember being like, holy shit. And then I think I beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite remember. In my, I just my, remember being like, I was this, lost in my rage. I just remember being like, we came back from Florida or something. Yeah. I had the sickest shark tooth. Sick puka. Puka shell necklace that I was super pumped for uh, my whole class to see, yeah. and Chris Jaffe called me a jerk and then ripped it off. And I remember <laughs> literally crying, and then I think I just like lost it on the kid. Yeah, you jerk. I think that Miss Rombach pulled me off of him because I was like, I'm going to put you in the fucking <laughs> ground. You know, every time I hear a story about a kid like this, not that there's a lot of stories, but every now and then it's like, mm-hmm. something happened to this kid, and now he's getting like, uh. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, what a great thing. Mm-hmm. I'm always such a dick where I'm like, God, this shit never happens to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I think it does. I think that you do what I do, which is you just pretend it never existed. No, like you never happened of like, oh, I, you know, fell and this happened mm-hmm. and uh, someone took a picture of it and posted it on Facebook and it mm-hmm. went viral and now the whole community is, de- you know what I mean? Yeah. Because a lot of times it's like not that big of a thing where it's like this Tennessee kid, I think if you send him a couple of sweatshirts, you don't, don't even send him sweatshirts, send him a couple of tickets to a game. Yeah. Kid's world is made. His well, his, year, well, his life is made. Well, I don't know about that because I doubt his family's going to go because he lives in Florida in Gator country and that's a fucking trek. Give him give him tickets or fly him out, give him tickets to the Florida Tennessee. You know what I mean? Yes, Something yeah, like that. Something. But instead they raise the bar to, we're giving him a full scholarship where mm-hmm. it's like. This is great for all. It's awesome. This it's, is, it's overall awesome. This is great for all uh, fucking nerds who are yeah. getting bullied because it's like, hey, don't worry because if it gets bad enough, you don't have to pay for college. Yeah, you get free college. And you're automatically in. Like, so, watch this kid just literally be like, all right, well, I'm not going to fucking pay attention to school anymore. No, they, he, they ha- he has to get in for him to get the scholarship. He has to get in. Yeah. Okay. I, Tennessee's not a easy school to get into, I think but it's, it's a pretty easy school to get into. It, well, it's not a hard school. I was going to say, Definitely but not it's not school. like an Arizona school or something like that. Uh, well, that was that's a rough shot on the Arizona schools. Dude, 
You know, you, oh come on, that's Ari- a rough you shot. Know, you know that Arizona, actually Arizona State and LSU are like the two easiest. I know LSU. You only had to start applying like eight mm-hmm. or nine years ago. Before dude, it was just you sign you, up and you go, which is nuts. Dude, Isn't that nuts, dude? If you work at Starbucks, you get free Arizona State College. Is that a thing? Yeah. Wow. Is that a thing? Oh, so so basically, <laughs> are you serious? Ari- yeah. So Arizona State is basically saying That's it's nuts. online college, but basically Arizona State. Okay. But you can be admitted. You're admitted to take online classes. Okay. Um. Basically, Arizona State is saying like if you are smart enough to work at Starbucks, <laughs> you can you can get you, you'll probably here. graduate. Hey, it's a pretty good you'll parallel. Probably, you'll probably help us. That's a pretty good parallel. Yeah. Tennessee. And go the Vols. girls there are hot. <laughs> they crazy. are nuts. It is crazy. All right, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's keep it. Let's keep these tempers hot. Uh, my loser this week are pussies. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. What did the pussies do, hen? So Bill Burr had a stand-up come out this week. Yeah. Uh, new stand-up special on Netflix called Paper Tiger. We watched that, and we watched the Chappelle one a couple times each this week. Uh, Bill Burr's stand-up was fucking hilarious. Like, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, pussies lose because, like we talked about last week, Dave Chappelle released his Sticks and Stones. And uh, that special, and on Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 98, 99% audience score mm-hmm. and a below 30%, 40% uh, critic score, mm-hmm. which everyone said, see, this just goes to show you that people actually like this. People are just afraid to admit that they like this. Exactly, so anyone yeah. who's actually a critic can't write that I like it because everyone, mm-hmm. the, the internet mob of all mm-hmm. these pussies are going to keep coming at you. Mm-hmm. Bill Burr's, I thought, was just as bad. As, as Chappelle's. He mm-hmm. didn't quite touch LGP, LGBTQ stuff as mm-hmm. much as Chappelle did. But he touched women and Me Too. <laughs> he went at women. Not even women. And Me Too. Yeah, yeah. He went at Me Too. Yeah. Which in my mind, that's the one thing you can't do. You're going to, you mm-hmm. want the mob coming at you. That's what you don't mm-hmm. do. Right Brazen. now, Bill Burr's stand up on Rotten Tomatoes has a 98% uh, score. And it does not have a critic score yet. It says yeah. no consensus. I think the cri- I think the critics. I think are they're afraid to put one meeting together and being like, okay. I think they have to hate it because if they don't hate it, uh, I people are going to call it racist. No, exactly. Right? Like, you have a- you can't hate Chappelle's and not hate this one because yeah. they're about the same level of take your lump and triggering people. I actually thought that too. I was like, you can't I, say that you I like this one and not I Chappelle's. I really hope that that and I I just for the sake of it not turning into a whole race thing because it shouldn't be a race thing and it's not a fucking race it's thing not. I really hope that out of, as a rebound they're not like we liked Bill Burr's bit that would be because I think that would the, set yeah. people to fuck off people like oh because of that yeah yeah and it's like but Bill Burr, Bill Burr's thing was awesome also another mm-hmm. comedian getting heat right now is uh uh your boy Sebastian Maniscalco yeah, yeah. So Sebastian Maniscalco I love Sebastian Maniscalco huge stand-up comedian he hosted the MTV VMAs. Which, boy, those don't matter anymore. I didn't even know that was happening. I feel like that used to be like a thing. Dude, there are so many awards. Go to like, go to literally. But this was a big one. The VMAs is like, that's like when, is it? when Kanye like called out Taylor Swift. That oh, was was there. that the VMAs? Yeah, that was there. I think. Oh, was that the Grammys? I think it was VMAs. Dude, we don't know shit, shit about music. Shit, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know shit. But uh, anyways, it's still a big deal. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Maniscalco hosted, and in his opening monologue, which I watched, uh, towards the very end, he said, "Like by the way, MTV knows it's a very sensitive time. If anyone feels triggered, mm-hmm. needs like a safe space. I have like blankets and cocoa in the back, yeah, and like a petting zoo and stuff like that." And that was the people that got in went nuts on him. I, I, I pulled up because I just typed in. I heard that people were hating on him, yeah. and uh, so I just typed in his name. First thing was this article. That was uh, Sebastian Maniscalco's MTV Amaze jokes didn't go down well. His mm-hmm. jokes about trigger warnings, uh, what's called, were uh, out of, <laughs> fuck, I'm losing my thing. Basically, like, totally terrible. Mm-hmm. The biggest point for all these 
people are who even is Sebastian Maniscalco, mm-hmm. which just goes to show you, see what he said wasn't that bad. You're yeah. attacking the guy, not what he said. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you Google, I, I totally understand not knowing who he is because he's got a crazy name. He's the biggest stand-up comedian in America right now. It's crazy. Like he's the number one guy. Which is nuts. Like it doesn't. We don't talk about him as much as Dave Chappelle and stuff. Mm-hmm. This guy's a massive deal. I have a hot take about why that's the case, though. Why? I think his name is too difficult. To that's what I said. I don't. I don't. If you've never heard of him, I think it's totally like I had never heard of him until a few months ago. I'm not even. Can you multiple times I've t- I've uh, typed in Sebastian Maniscalco and given up and just be like I'm not going to search for what I was going to search for because it's an insane last name. Yeah, it's Man, an insane last yeah, name. Yeah, he's so fucking funny though. And and you know the other thing too is he. Uh, I think. Because he he is the biggest. It, it's so weird. He is the best selling comedian in America, I think, right now. He sold out Madison Square Garden like four nights in a row or something, crazy. which is just crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's also he's. Uh, it's not as funny listening to as it is watching because he's, he's super so funny visual. visually. Yeah. Um, but there's so much hate against all these guys, and they're not even doing like I I get. I, of course, it is expected to hate on uh, Chappelle and Bill Burr's things because mm-hmm. they are intentionally like, and I agree dude, with everything dude, they're saying. Dude, but see, like they're intentionally kind of trying to get people off. Sebastian Maniscalco said literally nothing. You, speaking of uh, speaking of uh, which, you see the SNL thing with you, your boy Yang. I did so this one? They they basically SNL did. Uh, they hired they, a new new couple people. They, they hired three new people. One one gal. Uh, an Asian guy, first I think fully Asian cast member. Yeah, they're like we've had Asians before, Rob Schneider and Fred Armisen. And it's <laughs> I was like, like they're Asian. Nobody knew they were Asian, <laughs> yeah. but it makes sense because Rob Schneider does Asian stuff all the time. Yeah, it's he like does. the only way he could get away with it is he could be like I'm a quarter Chinese. Yeah, there we go. Um, but they hired him, and then they also. Uh, so that's a great PR move, but then the minus PR move is they also hired a guy who uh, is now under a fire for uh, making anti-Asian comments. Did you listen to his comments? So the Asian community is pumped, and then they're also like, wait, what the fuck? So they're basically at zero right now. Yes. They're, they're back at normal. We're back at even. Yeah. Uh, did you listen to the guy's comments? It was on a podcast. Uh, he said the C word, right? It was pretty bad. I like. I am very like. God, whatever someone said years ago, mm-hmm. who cares and stuff like that. I actually couldn't really hear because the podcast had terrible he's audio. Just, it's like he's not only making jokes; he's just being really racist. Yeah, like he's just like really because yeah. like, there's there's a very fine line of like old like uh, if you're making a joke about something mm-hmm. and you do an impression mm-hmm. like Dave Chappelle did an impression of an Asian person mm-hmm. and I was like, wow! If you just saw him doing that, you're like, holy shit, that's racist. He's doing a comedy bit. Yeah. Yeah, kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. This was just basically this guy just being really racist. Mm-hmm. But uh, so a ton of honestly, and I a ton of no name comedians are saying that he. That's should why drop they're out. like comedians are calling for it, and I literally looked and I was like, I didn't know one person they were talking, and about. I was like, I think we're bigger comedians. Yeah, than these guys. I didn't. I didn't know <laughs> yeah. anybody who they're talking. We need to start calling for stuff. Yeah, a bunch, a bunch of people without blue check marks, and even with mm-hmm. the Sebastian Maniscalco stuff, it's so funny. All the tweets of they were like, oh yeah, people are outraged at this SNL hire mm-hmm. again. We talked about it last week. You pick five random tweets from five random fucking people. Yeah. Yeah. who have really good disses on the person. It's like, Twitter is not happy. Yeah. It is. It is uh, biased journalism, Jack. It's mm-hmm. untruthful. Yeah. Where is Terrence Howard when we need him? Yeah. But your boy Yang. Uh, Andrew Yang, Yang Gang. Didn't, didn't he defend him or something? He was basically like, and this is Andrew Yang, who's running for president, who's Asian, mm-hmm. was like, uh, definitely didn't like the jokes. Like, I think, you know, one, they weren't very funny, which is mm-hmm. a big part of it. But he was like, I'm also not calling for this guy's job. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we need to stop tearing people down. Dude, that's my favorite part of, uh, though, in, in a, back to the Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr thing, is um, my favorite th- thing that people do is they'll say, like, yeah, it was offensive. I mean, it'd be one thing if it was funny, which it yeah. wasn't. And it's like, dude, this was, they were, these were both really, really funny. Yeah, they were really funny. Yeah, yeah Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr. And that's, you're so I, right. I have, I, have nothing to, I have nothing to gain from this. 
they were both really, really funny stand-up specials. And so when people were like, I mean, it wasn't even funny. It's like, okay, so then we're on a completely different wavelength because if that's not funny, we're like, I lo- and then I love when they're like, you know, you know what, it's really funny. And then they show you the most like, just not funny thing <laughs> yeah. that, that actually supports their political agenda. Can I read you the critics consensus for Dave Chappelle sticks and stones, yeah. which has a 99 audience score. Edgy but empty. Sticks and stones won't break any bones, but it won't lis- elicit many laughs either. And it's like, how can you honestly write that? Review? Literally ten minutes. Like, how can in, you honestly write that? Literally ten minutes into it, I said to Matt McGinnis, "He's the greatest of all time. This it's is the, the funniest, funniest thing I've shit ever." Seen. Yeah, like you're. Everyone's laughing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I, I want to rewatch rewatch the uh, Bill Burr one because I saw I've seen the Dave Chappelle one like three times. Anderson Cooper is in hot water because he was at the Dave Chappelle thing, mm-hmm. and so people were like, "What the fuck? What the fuck, dude? Who's yeah. side? Dude, who's, who's side? Pick one now. Side on, Pick one now. Yeah." But uh, yeah, I, I gotta rewatch Bill Burr too. God, so Anderson Cooper just crushes his look. Oh, he owns that that white-haired fox dude. look, dude. He looks like a fox. If I had hair, I would totally. <laughs> that would be your luck. I would totally like somehow. It almost doesn't look like real hair. I I would somehow figure out how to take what medicine I could take to make my hair go white early. Maybe I try to get like really scared. Yeah, scare it white. I think that's a thing. Or get struck by lightning, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go through that. I do want to get struck by lightning, but ha- I want to. I wish I had been struck by lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe in your sleep you didn't remember. Maybe I'll like do put, go into like anesthesia and be like, just put me out in the middle of that fucking lightning storm. Give me a baseball bet. 50-50, I, I live. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. 40-60. Yeah. Who's your loser? I forget. Let me look. Oh, Donald Trump. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> <laughs> My loser is Donald Trump because Henry, Natasha Bedingfield. That's right. The unwritten singer, she said when she was on a radio show, this isn't a very good loser. You mean Natasha Bedingfield of Pocket Full of Sunshine? I got a pocket full of sunshine. Are we sure that's the same? Is that, that's not Leona Lewis? I'm pretty sure that's her. Can you Google Keep going. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google it. I'm going to look this up. Anyway, Natasha Bedingfield was on a, uh, I want to say it was an AM radio show, which is uh, rare these days. It's um, Natasha. She does a, she's a song called Pocket Full of you Sunshine. You know what? I stand corrected. <laughs> Uh, you lose i lose um i'm the loser but no so natasha benefield was on an am radio show uh and the, the host said hypothetically um if you were in the united states and uh the white house asked you to, to come um would you come you know what she said henry what no she wouldn't go she wouldn't go so, in this hypothetical situation so Na- natasha benningfield and my favorite part the reason why i did this is because uh, the article said natasha benningfield uh uh refuses to go to the white house and I, <laughs> I, I clicked on it because i was like why would anyone ask because i was like why are they inviting her to the white house <laughs> <laughs> unwritten's a jam pocket full of sunshine is a great number two hit yeah it is but uh, why? Why? What did she do to get invited to the White House? Yeah, she wasn't. This is all a hypothetical question that lasted about forty-five seconds. But she said no in a dream. Donald if you Trump, were dreaming, and yes. you were invited to the White House. Would you walk in? No, I'd wake up from my dream. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd choose to wake up from that. So, she is badass, dude. So Donald Trump, you lose. <laughs> you lose because Natasha Benningfield, who you didn't invite. What a brave! What a brave no. artist. I wonder though, if honestly, like you know how like uh, the I'm trying to remember. I think the last hockey team went the the Clemson went, but what what teams have refused to go? The, the Patriots NBA is always like no, um, and then baseball it was a controversy because most of the Red Sox went, but there were a couple Red Sox. Yeah, they're like, like no, because no, it was like Puerto Rican dudes. And I think the Eagles. I think uh, Chris uh, Long didn't go. Like, yeah. there's there's some stuff like that, but um, I wonder if like Donald Trump ever like man, 
He's like, damn, they're not coming. Well, like, he never says he is. He always, if he ever even gets like a rumor of like, yeah, someone might not go. I think it was like when the Warriors. He was like, great, they're losers. Yeah, was it like, I think the Warriors was like, yeah, they might not go. And Donald Trump was like, well, they're not invited. So. Well, that's funny because I didn't fucking invite them. Yeah, you did I don't know them. why they would be here because they didn't weren't fucking invited. That was joking. Yeah, I was kidding. Uh, I, uh, there was a you mistake. You thought that was serious? There was a mistake by my staff. That person is now fired. Um, but yeah, so Donald Trump, you lose. Natasha Bedingfield owned him. Better luck next time. <clears throat> Good for you, Natasha. Stick it to the man. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time, long time. I'm going to say really quick. I think that was the longest it's ever taken us to get through Winners and Losers. There was a lot in there. I think that was basically the length of a regular podcast. Good, because we got a lot more. Cool, because we're just starting up now. That's like the intro. First uh, first time, long time. You busted. You busted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felicity Huffman, you've been busted. Uh, actually, before I go into Felicity Huffman, mm-hmm. whatever the opposite of you busted, yeah, well, you're the free. We, where's the champagne? Mike, the situation uh, from Jersey Shore is out of the slammer. Dude, do you remember how good that episode, Congrats, Mike. that moment in Jersey Shore was when they see him? They're like, he's convicted for two years. So we were watching, I, I don't think a lot years. of people are watching Jersey Shore uh, Family Vacation. Uh, season three, mm-hmm. which is what we're on right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was the greatest episode ever because they followed Mike going to jail. So he had, it's him at his court trial, and we have cameras with the rest of the gang in a bar mm-hmm. watching it on TV. And they're thinking they're, that, like... They're thinking no prison. They're thinking no they're prison. They're hoping probation. They're, yeah, they're hoping for probation. They're like, when in doubt, Max, go for like two months. Yeah, two, but it's like two to like 14 is the thing, but they're like, yeah. hopefully like two months, hopefully nothing. Mm-hmm. Verdict comes out, jail for two and a half years. Yeah, right? it was what like it was. you're going 30 months in jail. Ronnie goes in the bathroom, starts breaking shit. But, no but, one can but believe it. But they show, they start playing like this really powerful song, and they show each of their emotions. Breakdowns. They they each actually like that's have how the episode like, ended. They each have like a like a physical and emotional. Was breakdown. your friends going to jail for two years? Because they were kind of joking before. They well, were they thought nervous, it wasn't going. Yeah, but they were joking, and then all of a sudden it was like Ronnie, who is you know probably biggest enemies. He on the doesn't show. even like Mike. Yeah. Him and Mike are like you know, but they're brothers, hen. Yeah, well, they're family. They're family, and and Ronnie gets so mad, and they follow him into the bathroom. Well, he closes the, the door. Start, yeah, and you just hear him break shit in the bathroom. You're like that. that and the is owner's like, like, what the fuck? That is good TV. Yeah. But then, yeah. even better TV, that's how the episode ends. The next episode starts with, wait, they read the wrong sentence. They were talking about a different guy. Mike only has to go to, j- to go to jail, minimum security, for about eight months. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. And there, right. could, there couldn't be a better guy to go to the jail. Oh, yeah, no. But yeah. what a sly move by MTV. Yeah. Great editing. But uh, <clears throat> Mike went to the jail, did his time, got in great shape, and now he's out with a... Out of the slammer, enjoying time with his new wife, I Lauren. Bet, I bet you every single... Uh, and Didn't he become friends with Fire Festival guy? I don't know. Maybe. I think so. I can see that. Um, I think that was like a story where it was like he and... Oh, he's and by uh, Billy whatever. Billy McFarland. Yeah, Billy McFarland and him. We got to rewatch those documentaries. Yeah, those were good. Way. Those were so good. Remember those were that? Really good. That was so cool. Um, but anyway, uh, what's it called? So yeah, so he's getting out of prison. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. And then, honestly, I think prison was like the best thing ever for him. Not like he needed to whatever. But I, it's like, dude, now you can like go on tours. And sh- you've, been a, you've been in jail. Yeah. You're a celebrity who people like who have been to jail. That's like you, Robert Downey Jr. There's only like a couple of you guys. Yeah. You but he, I mean? but, and he also went to jail after the glow up. Yes. He did the glow up pre-jail, which is yeah. almost impossible to pull off. Never happened. Almost impossible. Usually it's like three years past jail. Or right when you get out of jail, just like Artie Lang, who just got out of prison. Yeah, you get the and new he's teeth. good. You get the new uh, whatever, what have you. Yeah. You get in a little bit of shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he got the opposite of shape. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Mike? I think Mike's going to end up being like a 400-pound guy, but like a lovable one. Well, he quit alcohol. He's sober, but now he just eats so fucking much. He, he transferred that addiction Fair trade. to food. Take it. Fair trade. Nice, nice rich, uh, carbohydrate Italian food. Move that from food to golf one day, mm-hmm. you're killing it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, congrats, Mike. 
But uh, Felicity Huffman, you've been busted. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the woman. She's the very relatable blonde actress from uh, Desperate Housewives. And you know what nobody talks about? She's William H. Macy's wife. William H. H. Macy's wife. She was super involved in the uh, whole college cheating scandal, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call that, her and Lori Laughlin and stuff. So she was the first to be sentenced because she took a plea deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her main charge was that she rigged her kid's SAT scores, mm-hmm. which I said from the beginning, I think that's the most fucked up. I think paying to get your kid in college, I think there are a lot of kids who would not be in the mm-hmm. college that their parents are writing a check. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Pay, rigging the SATs, that's out of a movie. So when you like, watch- that's nuts. So that's, my, that, that's what my question is, because you said that's like really fucked up, Henry. I but think. Like, uh, you, when you were watching The Perfect Score, were you rooting against the kids? I was not rooting against the kids at all, but it's a totally different situation. He, Jack, Chris Evans had to get into state or his girlfriend was going to break up with that's him. That's true. He was dating a hot chick who was older and in college. Yeah, As a yeah, high school no, guy, no. you will do whatever you need to do. Henry, that's true. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm talking about? Anyways. Cir- circumstances, that's true. You're right. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Felicity Huffman got, agreed to a plea deal, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think, because it was like, you got us mm-hmm. kind of thing. And people didn't know what she was going to be sentenced for. Prosecutions put it going for like a couple months in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, the her defense is like no time, just probation because she didn't actually mm-hmm. hurt anybody or anything like that. Uh, and from what I read beforehand, everyone was like, okay, everyone is pretty much in agreement. She's probably going to get 30 days house arrest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was sentenced to 14, day, day, 14 days in a minimum security jail. I read mm-hmm. about the jail. It's supposed to be like the nicest thing. She has mm-hmm. to, whatever. It's very, very it's easy It's a nice little resort. It's like basically rehab. Basically. And she has to go there for 14 days and then do a certain amount of community service. My question to you, mm-hmm. would you rather, same exact situation, you mm-hmm. are a wealthy actor or actress, mm-hmm. would you rather go to a really nice jail, mm-hmm. 14 days, including weekends, those mm-hmm. days count, or house rest for 30 days? Man, that's a really good question. In my mind, it is so easy. You're saying house arrest? House arrest. Put, I would rather do three months of house arrest than 14 days in jail. I'd rather do I'm th- in my fucking house and I'm a celebrity? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? People get to come over? That's true. I'm just watching football on Sunday? Some house. Some prison you're in. Yeah, what are we talking about? Like, if you're, like, living in a one room, Mm -hmm. you know, in Yonkers, Mm -hmm. above a fucking barbershop, I get, okay, maybe maybe jail, I I don't want to. How yeah, actually, I, I don't even think that's close. Of course, it's house arrest. Of course, it's house arrest. There right? are some days I don't leave my, leave the house anyway. So, because people were, people were debating, like, mm-hmm. what's what what would she want more? Mm-hmm. And I was like, house arrest, right? A million percent. I got a question for you. If you live on like an estate, yeah, like, like if you live in like like a piece of if you if you call your place property, yes, if you live on property, yeah, what is it like? You have to stay indoors, or is it like? No, Where you, are the boundaries? You, you get the whole front yard because like, what if you're so rich and it's like, yeah, I live in house arrest. Yeah. I actually uh, own this entire cul-de-sac. What if you live on a golf course? Yeah. Like, Do you get a golf? Yeah, what, what, it'd be funny if it was like, yeah, but you can't play the 16th and 18th hole because <laughs> yeah. that, that crosses the boundaries and it's like, fuck, I can't wait to play another full round. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been 30 days me. till a full round. 16, I don't know what my score is. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. handicap's all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is what is my issues in life. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder, mm-hmm. I wonder what the exact rules are. I've always been very curious about house arrest because I feel mm-hmm. like, every, like I love every now and then there's a picture of like someone at a bar and they have an mm-hmm. ankle bracelet on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, obviously you're not on house arrest then, but then maybe mm-hmm. there's just like a certain perimeter that you're not to go. Or it's one of those mm-hmm. alcohol things. Yeah. I don't know. I got a hypothetical for you. What? Um, would you rather live, say you're retiring, would you rather live uh, in a community where there's a golf course, like a basically country club community, yeah. um, like beach house, like nice beach house, or- uh, Those are two separate options? Two separate options. Or uh, ski, you live on a mountain uh, and you can ski. I wish that I could just ski all day long. Mm-hmm. It just gets cold. 
Well, yeah, it's a big part of it. I'm a, I'm a beach guy. I'd go mm-hmm. beach over those those options. What if I I got a, another thing for you? What if this country club thing? Um, what if there was like a massive uh, lazy river? That does make it a lot closer. Yeah, it does. With like different little. Also, the whole country club life. If you live on a golf course, and you yeah. can always go to the clubhouse. Yeah, it's just a good life. You know what I was thinking too? They need to make like lazy rivers like a little bit faster. They need to make them way faster. I, I Everyone knows the best lazy river you've ever been in is the fastest lazy river you've ever been in, right? That's like really, really true. That's just a rule. Yeah. That's like, like it, in, the one in Disney World is pretty fucking fast. Yeah. And once you get used to that guy, any other lazy river, it's a poor man's lazy like river. What, what you want is like, there's nothing worse than like a lazy river where it's like, is the water even fucking Oh, and moving? you have to do that like little stupid hop jump when you have the yeah. tube on to move forward fast. It, it's the worst. But then there's nothing better than a lazy river where it's like, Oh shit! I my I was a fool and I lost my tube. Yeah, and I'm getting ripped by the current now. Yeah, That's great. Or, or like everybody's ahead of me, and it's like you have to do some like tactical shit to catch up to them. Yeah, or to or you get swept ahead and you have to try to go yeah. backwards, which you, is nearly you hold impossible. On to the side. Yeah, you hold on to the side. As, your as legs all, are getting as taken. all the other families pass you, you're like you're a like, piece just, of driftwood, and they look at you like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You want the yeah? Because <laughs> I like love a lazy river, but I, I do too. But I also hate. The, like a, a too lazy river. Yeah, too lazy of a lazy river. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. There's like a fine line. They're like millennials. This is we, we got to get in the lazy river business, dude. Lazy rivers are fun. Can you imagine a lazy river where there's different stops with like different like bars? Ah, oh. oh. bars kind of happening. It'd be incredible. Mm-hmm. You just hop back in the river to go home. Yeah, nice. Okay, so that's the hypothetical. That's the <laughs> I take that. I take the yeah, lazy I take river that because my dream is to ultimately. You know my dream. Which one? You don't know my dream? (laughs) Well, my I have two dreams. My one dream is to have four houses each in a different uh, quadrant of the Earth, so that it's always summer or always spring, like that movie Jack. Endless summer. Endless summer. Yeah. Because I don't like when it gets when it stays dark too early or when it gets dark. So it's a light thing for you. It's all light thing. I like when the sun's out. Like it's like I get kind of like bummed uh, when it's darker. Darker. So uh, the night scares me. So I. want to do that or I want to do I want to be a billionaire and have three houses one's like a beach house one's like a mountain house that I live in during the winter different terrains spring different things and there's always like an activity that's built into it probably yeah. not the beach house because I'm afraid of the ocean but yeah so maybe just a ski ski lodge ski and golf ski golf yeah I'll gotcha. learn how to golf no desert house I don't know if I'd learn how to golf because like I I would probably get so over it I don't know mm-hmm. yeah definitely no desert house uh moving on um what say you what say you what? That's a new... Uh, I know certain listeners will get what movie that's from, and I, I didn't do a great impression, but uh, if you, you either really know that one or you'll never mm. know that one. What say you? Can you do it? What say you? Uh, what say the you? War yeah. of the Rings? Yeah, how'd you get that? Uh, it seems like something where it's like, let's rally the troops. Yeah, it's Aragorn in, in Return of the King. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's basically like, it's to those ghost guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he's like, come and honor your oath. What yeah. say you? What Man. say you? Anyways, uh, what say you, Jack, mm-hmm. uh, about this little thing? Uh, Angela and Pam from The Office. Mm-hmm. Those aren't the real names, but those characters, mm-hmm. Jenna Fisher and whatever Angela's name is. Angela Kinsey. Angela Kinsey. It is her name. Mm-hmm. How about that? Uh, are starting a podcast called Ladies of the Office. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ladies of the Office, where every podcast episode, they will go through two episodes of The Office, talking about behind the scenes stuff and kind of mm-hmm. what have you. You interested? million percent. Are you going to listen? Yeah. Is it already out? You think it'll be good? Um, what say you, Jack? What say you? <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's why it's called yeah, that. Yeah, that's why. What say you? <laughs> okay. So this, by the way, that's this is one of those segments where it's like we realize that like if you go back and listen. A lot of things would have been a what say you if Henry thought of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is going to be a hot hot topic, Most, hot, hot segment. I mean, you could pretty much uh, describe this entire podcast as what say you. Every now and then. <laughs> that's a good point. Every now and then. I mean, we could have shoot me is very similar. What does shoot me mean? Yeah, but, but I like what say you better than. <laughs> what say you? I like it better than shoot me. Because um, uh, I was trying to think because I, I heard this. I read like they're doing that. And my first thought mm-hmm. was like, cool. And then my second thought was like, it's, it's going to suck. Am I wrong? I was like, I just think that their conversations I, are not going to be the conversations I it, I'm interested in. I thought it was going to suck until you said that they're talking <laughs> about the actual office. I love that. You said, I thought that they were going to suck. We've been talking about this for 10 seconds. Until. No, I read, I read the thing before. How long? Oh, you did. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I knew about okay. this before. Fuck you. Um, and I thought it was just going to be them just shooting the shit. And I was about to be like, I literally thought it was like, and there are too many podcasts. Yeah, and we've tipped the whatever, jump the shark. Like, like, because I know that they're best friends. You know that they were at like brunch or something one day, and they're like, "Oh, I've been, I start found this podcast." And it's like, "Oh, I found this podcast. How great are podcasts? We should do a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's so like easy." Two moms being like, "We should do that." Which, yeah. granted, it's like it is. Uh, it's very easy. too easy. We do one every week. Yeah, and we uh, think very. We we just do it. You and I have uh, full time jobs that uh, spend a. We we don't have a ton of time yet. No. We've somehow found we time pull it off for this most podcast of the time that we never fucking advertise. <laughs> it's all by word of mouth. We're counting on you guys listening to, to to spread this around, or we have to figure out how to like advertise it or whatnot. I have faith. Um, yeah, I've, I've totally have faith in in the uh, in the the pool hearts. You kidding me? The the pool army, the brotherhood. Um, but if they're talking about the office, I really want behind the scenes look at the office. It's like the greatest show ever. Here's my tweak mm-hmm. to it, okay? Because in my mind. Great idea. Mm-hmm. One, awesome idea. And two, like, honestly, thank you guys for kind of admitting, not admitting, but just being like, yeah, we're the people from the office. Yes. I hate when people, it's like when David Schwimmer, and this is not a good example, but if mm-hmm. David Schwimmer is like, I want to be more than just the guy in Friends, it's mm-hmm. like, dude, your character was just too good. You're Ross. You're Ross. Like, that's own not it. a bad thing. Yeah, it's good. Own that shit. Mm-hmm. So Pam and Angela, wait, wait, wait own, the, own the thing. Mm-hmm. Love it. You are the ladies of the office. Mm-hmm. Totally. Jim, Michael, whoever have you, mm-hmm. the men of the office. My little tweak one, I would have liked if it was one of them was different. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost think like a Philly Stanley pod. That's pretty good. Like, or just throw in there are two. I think they're going to agree with each other on everything. And yeah, they they're kind of similar. Yeah. yeah. You kind of, I need a little bit of something there. Mm-hmm. My other tweak, they should have a different guest star person on to talk about. Each I, week. I'm guessing they will. You think? I'm get, uh, dude, I think that that's what's great about The Office is that. Because like everyone a, loves The Office. It's the most like popular a, show ever. It's like a 20 person deep cast yeah. with an insanely loyal fan base. And besides Steve Carell and uh, John Krasinski, and honestly, probably number three right now is um, uh, Oscar or Craig S- Robinson. Oscar, yes, Craig Robinson, yes, uh, Flannery, uh, whatever her the Mer- girl who played Kate Flannery who played Meredith is probably number five right now. She's like in stuff. Yeah, she's like a show. Um, and well, then Dwight never made it. Uh, uh, what, what's her name? Who played? I'm Phyllis? an idiot. No. Uh, Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. Um, besides that, though, you, you have, you know, Rain Wilson. You got... Uh, Kat- I always am waiting for Rain Wilson to just, like, steal the show in some movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. He did it in... Uh, the Rocker? N- the Rocker won, but uh, in... Uh, the Meg? The Meg. Yeah. No, they all get work. You know, I, I think Phyllis and Stanley are really excited about this because they, they're like, I'll be able to be on it. But there's, it, it, they're going to get people on it. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'll get John Krasinski or, or uh, Craig Robinson. They're or, buds, so maybe. Yeah. But I bet Craig Robinson does it. I think yeah. he's he's friends enough with everybody. I'm also interested to see. We love like director's cuts of mm-hmm. or just like director commentary. I mean, mm-hmm. on like after that was a big DVD thing. That's mm-hmm. like a bummer that there aren't they don't have DVDs anymore because mm-hmm. on every DVD it's like you watch the movie mm-hmm. and then we're sitting there. It's usually in the car. That's a big like, thing I used to do in the elliptical. Yeah, well, it's like the only DVD we have in the car or whatever. So it's mm-hmm. like okay, and we go to the behind the scenes shit, and that's always super interesting. Yeah, now you don't really have that much, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's done terribly. Yeah, so it's like, are they going to be? Are they going to summarize the episode and then talk about it? Because, Jack, I mean, I'm looking at two guys here who are pretty terrible about talking about things after they've seen them, in my mind. I feel like I'm pretty fucking good at it. I think we are awful. No, I, I never know. Do we recap or do we just Look, I agree. Right You're into awful. It? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, that's that's a thing, too. That, that, but if they're just cranking it, they're not going to summarize it. Everybody's seen Everybody knows the episodes, right? Nobody, so you do, like, maybe, like, the log line. You see, like, a brief, here's kind of what happens. They're going to go through the beats, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Um, I just think this is like I would be interested in this if this was uh, almost a show more than a podcast listening to them talk about stuff mm-hmm. I guess we know The Office well enough that we're probably it all good de- it all depends on I'm, I'm kind of pumped though that this isn't like it's not the guy who played Toby it's not uh, the creator it's not the guy who uh, created Parks and Rec and, and all those <sighs> other shows where it's like the real forces behind yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, you're right, you're right. Because they'd be talking about all the time, be like, oh, yeah, this one writer had That's like, why this I made one, this decision. And this one's so funny. We're going to get the dirt. That'd be good. They're, we're going to get the juice here. Yeah, I want the, I want the nitty gritty. Like, they're going to talk about, like, in the first episode, like, oh, the first time I, I met BJ Novak, I yeah. thought he was an asshole thought or something. Whole, yeah. And then the last time I, I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah, he is an asshole. <laughs> like, I want that juice. Yeah, I want By like, the way, BJ Novak sleeping with a good who? guy. Apparently, a good guy. Who's sleeping with who? Yeah, I would love who's sleeping with who. Tell me that Phyllis and Stanley were fucking because I know it. Dude. It'd be hot. Dud. I'm getting I'm getting hot just thinking about yeah. it. Uh, but uh, yeah, that is that's what Jack says. Here's a question: Who do you think's hotter, Angela or, or Pam? I was gonna ask that, and I was like, "Don't touch! What are you doing, Hen? Don't take the pod mm-hmm. that direction." And then you knew that you did. You knew that the, you knew uh, that the uh, big dog and pony show. You want to say it on three? Yeah. After three, like three, two, one, say or three, two, one, say. Okay, right. Three, two, one, Angela. Angela. Yeah. Not if, even close. If, if you had to say three, two, obviously we're gonna it's not even close, right? Yeah. But no, we I, li- I like Jenna Fisher a lot. At what point were you like? I think it was like season four, season five, where I was like, I got a hot take here. What? The entire time? The entire time, because at the beginning, they're trying to make Pam well, look. Well, exactly. That, like, they're, they don't, they're not trying to make her good looking. And, and by the time that they're like, yeah, she's good looking now, it's like, yeah, but she's also like kind of older than his mom and stuff. But in Angela, they were trying to make like, no, no, what? Like, she's supposed she's to be like, like the shrill, prissy. She's shrill, but it's You're like, not supposed they're to not like taking her. anything away from her looks. And then all of a sudden, they were like, wait, this girl is a dime. Yeah. Okay, she should be a love interest, and they're like, "All right, let's let's." And let, then all of a sudden, fly. Rashida Jones comes in and just knocks everyone's fucking socks off. I was in an elevator uh, with Angela when I first moved out here. Did you say something quietly, like four eleven? Oh, she's tiny. Yeah, absolutely tiny. Did you say anything? They make a lot of jokes in the office about how tiny she is. I'm always like, "She's yeah. small, but like whatever. Yeah. That makes sense now. No, she's no, she, tall. she's very, very little. Uh, I just saw her, and she, I think she saw me be like." I was like, holy shit, it's Angela. And she like, came like, a, hey. I feel like she likes that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure if you're at that level mm-hmm. of like, it's fun to like, no one's going to ever harass you. There's no reason yeah. to dislike fans. Yeah. They're just going to want to take a picture of you and say you're awesome. Totally. That'd be cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, Moving on. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, baking powder. Excuse me, a baking powder. Very excited for this one. Mm-hmm. So a new movie came out this weekend uh, called Hustlers. 
Mm-hmm. And everyone's talking about it because Jennifer Lopez is in it. Mm-hmm. And Cardi B, it's got a very, it's got a fun female cast check of mm-hmm. strong leading ladies. And uh, J-Lo is just always everywhere. So there's a big hype train around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's doing well in the box office. People are acting like it's doing incredible. It may, it's making like $32 million, mm-hmm. which is like a nice opening. Mm-hmm. But it's like fucking Glass made $40 million. You know what I mean? Like, like there's yeah. like, there's like that's like, okay, it'll be, it won't be top 15 of the year. Yeah. But like, decent mm-hmm. start. Mm-hmm. Uh I had seen this trailer because everyone was talking about Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez is in a movie where she pole dances mm-hmm. and Cardi B is in it and she was a stripper. So she's teaching Jennifer Lopez how to pole dance. And mm-hmm. it's like, what a story. What a yeah. great Constance Wu's in it. Mm-hmm. What's not to love. But I was like, what's this movie going to be about? Cause it's about them turning the tables on wall street people. Hmm. So at first I was like, fuck, this is going to be a movie where somehow they're strippers and they end up in this corporate office and they're running this company. Mm-hmm. That's a stupid movie. Well, that's also a movie that Jennifer Lopez made like six months ago. That, that was a different that's movie. Literally, that's basically the exact you're same right. movie. She wasn't she a stripper. Was, she was a maid. She was just, that was made in Manhattan. No, no, you're right. She was working the point at the Jennifer store. Lopez has made that movie She's before. She's made that movie before. It's not crazy for you to assume that's what's happening. And it wasn't a good movie. Yes. By the way. Um, but so I finally looked up what this movie was about because it was based on a true story, mm-hmm. which I was like, no way. So I read the logline of it, which is inspired by the viral New York Magazine article, Hustlers follows a crew of savvy former strip club employees who band together to turn the tables on their Wall Street clients. Why are they turning the tables on them? What do the Wall Street guys do to them? So that's what I said, or what are these tables that are being mm-hmm. turned of, I'm pretty sure, like maybe, the only thing I could think of, I went really dark, which is like, are they like, you know, doing something bad to you when they're going to a strip. Because as far as yeah. I know, when you go to a strip club, you pay the stripper to do mm-hmm. their job to strip for you. There's an exchange. It's a pretty equal exchange. Yeah. You don't find a lot of angry people in strip clubs. Usually no. everyone's pretty much on the same page, mm-hmm. right? You have a lot of ballers there. Yeah, so what <laughs> tables... Yeah, you got a lot of ballers. Well, so what tables are being turned? So I looked up the real story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found this article basically talking about the movie and talking about the, talking mm-hmm. about the uh, thing. So let me read it to you. So uh, the main character is Constance Wu. So it's, her name is something so the, with the help of her par- partner samantha rosie who's the asian girl formed a team of girls to help show men a night they'd never forget mm-hmm. they'd lure the guys they picked up at bars to the strip club where the ladies would get a cut of their spending it's not unlike being a regular promote- promoter except the women sometimes charged an extra 20 grand on the guys no limit amexes after drugging them with clever concoctions of mdma to help the mood and ketamine to mess with their memory i this, they never once in this article, Jack, talk about this movie. You go, this is crazy fucked up, and all these people are pretty. This kind are, of reminds me of Pain and Gain, legit where criminals. It's like, how could you possibly root for these guys? So at first, I was like, wait, what? So, so I looked up another thing. Like, is that really the story? And it was uh, calling this movie the female Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. And I almost went like, you know what? I'm overthinking this. Yeah, there are a lot of movies where you're rooting for the bad guys. Yeah, Goodfellas. Uh, any gangster movie, basically. Yeah, and as long as they're as long as they're playing it like that. But if they were playing it like so, exactly. Jack, uh, there's no I point in Goodfellas. Like, there's no point in Goodfellas where they go, no, but these are good guys. Yeah, you know they're actually good guys. Yeah, you know they're just getting back at all the they're, the they're, losers. There's also no point in Goodfellas where you uh, ever think to yourself, well, it's about time. Yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, it's about damn time. Yeah. I don't think I just don't think you would ever describe the, a movie like Goodfellas or even The Departed as you know these criminals turning the tables. Yeah, turning the tables on the cops <laughs> on as they murder them on anybody yeah um and then i thought but no ocean's 11 yeah ocean's 11 12 and 13 these are robbers mm-hmm. they're robbing people and yeah but the robber one for them the robbing one guy which even when you think about it he didn't do anything did he so here because i hit that too jack and yeah. this is my moral dilemma yeah of they we're very similar people <laughs> yeah. we, we almost virtually identical thought process you're you're walking out my thought process yeah. where i go okay you're right so 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 movie one ocean's 11 they're robbing Terry Benedict. Mm-hmm. Okay. Besides being kind of a dick, 
Mm-hmm. Not doing too much except uh, hooking up with mm-hmm. Clooney's ex. Ocean's 13 is a better example. Ocean's 13, all justified. Mm-hmm. But, he, but this, Ocean's 11, I'm rooting for them the whole time. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's George Clooney trying to get back his ex. Mm-hmm. And then I realized two things. Mm-hmm. One, the money's insured. It's a casino. Yeah. So the guy's not actually losing any money. It's yeah. more of a pride hit. Yeah, but he's going to take a shot within, when it comes to insurance bills. Like, yes. like, like his insurance. Yes. Uh, but he's not robbing from, from people who don't have any money or yeah. anything like that. And mm-hmm. I said, hey, no, these people, they're not robbing. They, these are Wall Street guys. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, check. But then. Ocean's 11 is a made-up story. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. It's not a true it's story. It's not a real story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this movie, mm-hmm. this is like making Black Mass about uh, Whitey Bulger and having him be the fun protagonist. Dude, no, this, this, this is literally pain and gain. This is, it's pretty nuts, right? This is pain and gain, where it's literally like you're rooting for the... It's a comedy about these three guys who kidnapped and murdered somebody brutally. Yeah, brutally. And brutally tor- murdered. And tor- tortured him. Dismembered him. And we're, we're treating them as the protagonist, and at the end, we're like, and they didn't get away. And <laughs> they it's like, didn't get away. The guy did nothing. He's a normal guy. Yeah, he just kind of... These kinda... guys are psychos. <laughs> They're evil. They're criminals. They should be in jail. And by the way, these women from this movie are in jail. Because I was, I, they're, they're in jail. They're getting interviewed and all this stuff. I think they're out now because it happened. You know what it was too? So it happened after the financial crisis. Okay. So I read a big thing. Oh, actually, I have it right here. I watched the trailer. After all of this, I watched the trailer. Okay. And in the trailer, uh, there's a line where Jennifer Lopez, who's kind of the ringleader of the group, goes, these Wall Street guys, you see what they did to this country? Hardworking people lost everything. And not one mm. of these douchebags went to jail. So they are their their thought, Jack. That seems like a. <laughs> it seems like a bit of a. Reach. It seems like somebody who doesn't really understand. It seems like how, a bit of a. Reach. It seems like somebody who doesn't really uh, understand how these things work. The real estate uh, market blew up. Trying to justify. So we're gonna their fuck over presents. anyone who's wearing a suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay? Anyone who has a briefcase, we're gonna drug you and rob you for everything yeah. you've got. And actually, I read a story of uh, a guy who they did this to, and because a guy came out, uh, he was like the first guy that really got them fucked. Because he was like, out of nowhere, a girl texts me like, hey, I want to hang out. And he's like, I don't know you. She's like, we met a while ago. Mm-hmm. Go out to get a drink. He said he like said goodnight, thought it was all over. Woke up the next day and was like, holy shit, like doesn't remember a thing. But he had his wallet and all his stuff. So he was like, okay. A couple weeks later, girl says, let's hang out again. And he's like, okay, why not? Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing bad happened. I'm warning. Sure. They, they had charged over like 350 grand on his Amexes. So he, Amex called him and was like, you've never been to this strip club before. And he was like, honestly, I've never been to a strip club ever. Like, I'm yeah. just not that guy. It was like a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I met this girl. I never even had sex with her. We just kind of, mm-hmm. and then you hear the girl's take of like, I had to hang out with this boring guy. And people are yeah. like laughing. And it's like, you robbed the guy blind. You it's, drugged him and robbed him. Dude, it, it's. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know if this is the CEO or if it's like you just took that guy's whole year salary. I think, he, I think it's more the latter. Yeah. I think it's like a nice guy who happens to have a credit card. And, <laughs> and that's so fucking funny. Because <laughs> so, uh, people are saying Jennifer Lopez is going to win an Academy Award and it's this very empowering movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guys, this is fucked up. It's just such a movie. It's just... It, you know it's it so fucked up. It's like the movie's... Sure, it works, but if you're positioning it as people saying it's about damn time, then you yeah. need to think about it. I, just that, that one line of... These Wall Street guys. You see what they did to this country? <laughs> Who are you talking? Are you this, talking about the president guy, of Lehman Brothers? Did this individual <laughs> yeah, guy? Yeah, this guy. Who, who, you don't even know where he works. Once again, he is just wearing a suit yeah. and he lives in New York. He's not even a, a broker. He, he's a school teacher. He, it was parent-teacher conference night. He's he dressed up. He's the office manager. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. He's in charge of making sure that the water tanks are still full. Jack, he's a war veteran. He's now an intern. He's getting his business degree and he just yeah. robbed him of his pension. This Man. is nuts. Also, those girls are idiots with, with the three hundred fifty thousand. 
do it like 5k at a time they did it like 100k at a time yeah do like, 5k at a time and the guy will be like man i must have been lit 100k is like 100k is like okay shit i'm in a real financial dress right now so my guess is that was their original plan my guess is they started lower Mm -hmm. and then they ended up going higher once they were like we're knocking these guys the fuck out they don't know shit yeah and then their other big part was uh i know it's a part of the movie it's like their thought was what's what are they going to do call the cops and say they spent a bunch of money at a strip club it's like yeah it's legal it's like well yeah if you go i mean maybe get tested and they find ketamine in them yeah you know they got horse tranquilizer shoved up their anus they as probably an, didn't do that themselves. As an adult, you can only black out so much before you're like, I don't know if <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know if I did that. Yeah, I don't think... You know, I, I don't know what I did when I blacked out, but I'm pretty sure I didn't do that. Everybody's woken up, and you, you give it the benefit of the doubt the first time. Obviously, if you, if you, if you get roofied, you fucking know when you get roofied. Because I am you, sure. You're, you're There's just, a point where it just stops. Aren't, don't it, you I'm get sure. like incredibly sick? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you know you, that you've been drugged. You're like, you're like, like okay... A, the world is off. And it's like your pupils and shit. Like you can tell someone it's like yeah. drug, drug versus, I, I really don't know that. Yeah, I, I have no idea. But there's, you, everybody's woken up when you, after you've blacked out and been like, okay, uh, something's wrong. It's all about that turn down the stairs. If, if people go, there he is. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm fucked. Yeah. There we go. Especially though, if you have nobody who can uh, uh, confirm your yeah. story. Because when you black out, there's always somebody who's like, no, nah, I was with you, dude. You just took like seven shots at midnight. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, because I'm a fucking idiot. But if you're if, if you were with nobody and everybody blacks out and everybody blacks out at the same time and nobody saw anybody, it's like, okay. What is truth? Yeah. Truth is nothing. We need Terrence Howard once again. Yeah. Also, one last shocker about this movie, Hustlers. Mm-hmm. The women it's based off of aren't nearly as good looking as Jennifer <laughs> Lopez, Lopez and the other girls. No. Who would have thought? What are you talking about? Jeez. Oh, Interesting. Yeah, uh, excited for the movie though. Excited to see uh, if anyone has any similar similar thoughts. Maybe it's just a good fun movie. Maybe mm-hmm. we're overthinking it, Jack. Mm-hmm. That's Maybe. Hollywood. That's Hollywood. Hollywood. Watch us love it. Yeah. Uh, moving on. I love Pin and Game, by the way. Mm-hmm. Great movie. I thought it was okay. I thought it's it was a little dark. So it's super dark, but it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on. Uh, last couple things. Uh, I saw it too. Mm-hmm. It sucked. That's what you said. It too was so bad. It's like not that scary. Definitely. Scary parts because there's a clown, mm-hmm. but it, they don't do anything new with the clown really. Just kind of more mm-hmm. the same of like I know th- I know what's gonna fucking happen, mm-hmm. and then it's way more than the clown are like the other scary things of like shit in people's minds mm-hmm. that just aren't scary. Mm-hmm. There's one point not to spoil, but there's like a big Paul Bunyan statue chasing Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. It's like I know that's not real at all. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of loud. It's not scary. Yeah. And then the plot of the movie was just stupid. Yeah. Let me give you just this, because again, I don't want to spoil. I just fucking. There's a lot of Native American things involved, rituals. As soon as they said that, me and Matt, who saw, were watching it, go, and this is gonna suck. Dude, that's so Stephen King though. Stephen King loves that, where he's yeah. like, he'll, he'll find. It's like, true. It's great in a book, a different culture, a and he's like, yeah, they're real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like all, all all the stuff, this random, you know, uh, you know, Japanese culture. They, they no, what believe, they've been speaking about, it is real. It's completely real. It's real. They're the they're the ones who are right. Everybody yeah. else is wrong, but they actually did predict the monsters are real. Bill Bill Hader was great. Uh, Jessica mm-hmm. Chastain looks like the girl, so she was pretty good. She had that going for. Mm-hmm. A couple scenes uh, where you go, that wasn't needed. Well, you told me about the opening scene, which the is opening scene, and I'm gonna like twenty minutes flush this out there and see if I'm overthinking it too. It's about a fifteen minute scene of uh, very nice uh, two guys who are in a gay relationship, couple. gay yeah. couple. In uh, the town that the movie takes place in, they're at a mm-hmm. fair, having a fun time. A bunch of guys that look like they're hicks from the 50s mm-hmm. come out of nowhere and start just berating them in front mm-hmm. of everybody and no one's doing a thing. Those guys, the gay guys leave. A few minutes later, 
the the mean uh, homophobe guys come after them, have a little conversation, and they basically like beat them to one inch of, mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. And that has nothing to do with anything in the movie. Hmm. And I was like, that just seems kind of random. You want to know something interesting? So I read about this. Did you read about the scene? I know. I just went to the 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 Reddit for uh, where they were talking about the movie. Oh, is anyone else talking about this? Because mm-hmm. I was just like, I expected, I was watching the scene going, okay, these are the main characters. Mm-hmm. Are these t- two gay guys? Like, okay, great. Nobody was really bitching about the scene, but... Uh, it just seemed very out of... I was lost that was from the, the get-go. That was the one scene in the entire movie that they said was actually accurate to the book. Really? That scene happens in the book, which I told you, I was like, I know exactly why it is because I had read a... That's nuts. I listened to like the first half there of the book. There was a second book. book? His... I don't know. Maybe it was the second half of it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm scared of everything, so I don't read Stephen King. Yeah. But I read, uh, listened to uh, Stephen King's uh, book that he on writing. It's what it's called, and he uh, said that like the biggest thing he does is like for in order to scare, they need to care. So he draws out like these super elaborate, long setups. Okay, I guess that, that make sense. you be yeah. like, I love this guy. So that when he fucking murders that guy, yeah. you're like, no. And they were funny. I mean. It's such a. I just was very lost from like mm-hmm. I expected that to be a part of the movie. It's unnecessary. Either the bad guys yeah. in the scene or the good guys in the scene, mm-hmm. and you never see from any of them ever mm-hmm. again. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right, interesting. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, not a good movie. We saw Spider-Man: Far From Home. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Good fun yeah. movie. Jake Gyllenhaal crushed it. Jake Gyllenhaal is just so likable to me. My only issue with that movie is I said this to you afterwards. There's about like ten times we can spoil it, right? There's that movie came out like seven years ago. Yeah, we got it illegally pirated. We're spoiling the movie. Um, the uh, what do you call it? Uh, fuck. The end where it's like turns out Samuel Jackson. They do the post credits stuff, yeah. And then uh, you know the the whole plot of like turns out that you know this was an illusion. It was virtual reality or like whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. We're just getting to the point now where, like, it negates everything. Where it's like, okay, so nothing, everything could be not real. Okay, so yeah. so even though we saw everybody die, they're gonna come back. And even though we saw this this guy fight this monster, um, he actually has no superpowers. That's all just a, uh, what do you call it? Illusion. Projection. It it, se- it and, sets and a even dangerous though Samuel Jackson was this person, it was actually an anamorph. And it's like. Well, then what am I supposed to the watch proper term, and give the a shit about? is a scroll, a not scroll. anamorph. But what, yeah. what am I supposed to give a shit about? I'm, uh, yeah, I think it sets a dangerous precedent. Yeah. I think you're right of which way am I supposed to look. Eventually, if you tell me I'm looking the wrong way, I'm just going to stop looking. Yeah. After a while, I'm like, okay, thing. well, tell me. I don't the, give a fuck. Just tell me at the end what, what, what it's it is. It's like even you know, when someone does the, uh, this is different, but I, my mind's similar. When someone taps you, they're staring on your left, and they tap mm-hmm. you on your right shoulder, and you look. Mm-hmm. If everyone, anyone tries to do that again, I'm just going to stop when someone yeah. taps me. I'm going to stop looking yeah. backwards because <laughs> yeah. you've lost that privilege. Yeah, it's just like uh, at a certain point, it's like, okay, so I can't believe that uh, one, um, what is happening in front of me is real. Is real, yeah. Because um, I like, I thought in the movie, movie that, that was pretty great. Yeah, if they, but they, if they had just done yeah, just that. Just Joan Hall? There was just like, there was like that. There was like three times where it was like, okay, so nothing's fucking real. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah. My, I was watching with Mikey and at one, one point Mikey was like, by the way, the rest of the movie you're going to have no idea what the fuck is actually happening. Yeah. Like, yeah okay. I love these Spider-Man. Oh, they're, they're great. great. Tom yeah. Holland's so just, what a great guy. Mm-hmm. He just seems like a nice dude. Big Tom Holland guy. Yeah, huge. Uh, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. That is the pod. Um, we got a new sketch coming out this week. Other good stuff. This is Fantasy is back. Mm-hmm. Pretty pumped about it. Until then, one thing left to say. Kick it! You motherfuckers.